Welcome back to another instalment of Mental Health Monday. And today I want to talk about how you can courageously face the uncertainty of the future so that you're not left crumpled up in a corner, becoming less and less able to face the outside world. Uh, my name is Katie Woodland. I'm a maverick psychologist, business coach, TEDx speaker and best-selling author who helps women feel powerful as they create a business they love and leave a lasting impact on the world. Make sure you are following me on Twitter, like the Facebook page and subscribe on the channel on YouTube so that you never miss an episode. Now, let's be honest. The last few months have been bonkers. Together, we've faced panic buying, pandemic fear, and in the last few days, rioting. For those of you living with mental illness, you can truly be forgiven for thinking that the world is close to ending. The idea of going back to work may be filling you with dread. Maybe the thought of seeing your loved ones is sending a wave of nausea rippling through your body. Like, what if you're somehow one of these super spreaders? What if it's your fault someone gets sick? What if the job you loved is no longer available to you? What if, what if, what if? All these hundreds of thousands of what ifs flying around your head, triggering a world of pain, fear and terror. The problem is that no matter how much you recycle all these possible scenarios around your head, you will never be able to predict the future. All you're doing is reminding yourself of the problems and triggering your body to release hormones such as cortisol, the stress hormone, which blocks your ability to feel good. Think of it like this. If you've ever seen a rugby match or played the game, you've probably seen when a player throws the ball into the scrum to get the game moving again after a minor infringement. And when you watch it, you see everybody scrabbling around to get the ball. So think of cortisol like the players of the opposing team in the scrum and the rugby ball is the serotonin, which is our happy hormone. Your body is trying to grab the serotonin so that you can feel good, but every time you're faced with something negative, be it in your reality, on social media, or from a past experience, you're being blocked from grabbing the little ball of happiness. Okay, so maybe that's not the whole truth. Unfortunately, it gets a little worse than that. You see, you're not just getting blocked from grabbing that little ball of happiness you're making it harder to reach. Every time you focus on a negative aspect, whether it's something within your control or not, you're not just sending wave after wave of cortisol through your biology. It doesn't matter if you just slip into negativity for a fraction of a second, your biology works automatically. The more you slip, the tighter the grip becomes. Thinking about that rugby analogy, think of every negative thought, action or feeling like adding another team member to the opposite side. Slip too often and you end up facing a field full of people primed to take that little ball of happiness from you. So why does this matter? Well, research has shown that the more cortisol we have flying around, the less able we are to make decisions which are for our benefit. So we might choose to stay inside on the sofa where it's safe when going outside for a little walk has the power to boost our immune system. 
or we might decide to read article after article about all the terrible things that are going on so we can justify our reasons to isolate from the world when being surrounded by positive people has been proven to help lift moods. We might even conclude that the only way to protect ourselves is to shoot first, ask questions later, only to discover the person coming towards you with a baseball bat was trying to protect you from the person approaching you from behind. Fear always breeds fear. The more fear we have, the less able we are to see the reality of the world, a world which is balanced. A world where for every one person doing terrible things, there is at least one other doing amazing things. So how do you step out of fear and courageously face uncertainty? First, you have to acknowledge you've been trapped in fear. Secondly, you've got to choose to look at the other side of the coin. You have to openly search for the people spreading hope not hate. And thirdly, you have to choose who you wish to become. Do you decide to move forward from a place of openness, kindness and compassion or are you choosing to stay trapped in fear, anger and bitterness? Understand this, you will never change someone's opinion by being the person who shouts the loudest. You will only ever alter someone's beliefs because of the actions you take. Stand shoulder to shoulder with those seeking to end oppression, but do not descend into chaos, anarchy and destruction because then you are no different from the oppressors. Join hands with those willing to stand up for those facing ridicule, persecution and injustice, but do not succumb to the temptation to push back, fight far with far or rage war on those in power. In unity, you will find peace. Look for the things that make you the same as the others, not different from them. Search for the beliefs that you share, not the ones which you don't. And invite conversation, initiate discussion and incite freedom for all. Only when you step outside of the fear trap will you ever be able to courageously face uncertainty. And remember, fear always breeds fear. It's simple biology. I'm wishing you all so much love in these troubled times and I will see you again soon.